0: Hey sis, welcome back to Black Blackout SOS, it's your girl Snobby and we are going to pop right into it. The topic is interracial dating, but it is not the regular topic. So here's the thing, here's how we even got back on this old age topic, I mean the article hit the airways. the socials were rocking, the group chats were shaking the tables, it was all the things. Um, and basically the article said that black women should date white men and it's not the first time any of us have heard this especially if you are a black woman of a certain education or economic step uh, stature you've heard this before um and also you know just everyone talks about interracial dating amongst their friends on social media um some in their family i know i i do because i have biracial siblings um so it comes up uh this particular author, he wrote an article previously, and a book, and maybe more than one book, but I know he definitely wrote a book, um, just around this very similar topic. And the first article that he wrote, that I believe was published in The Post, really shook the table, like everybody was pissed. The girls were mad. The guys wanted to tussle. You want to fight, you want to tussle. Like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Listen, Jason Derulo had me in the headlines during quarantine. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. Um, Anyway, so the article basically said what it said, but it wasn't just the article. It was also the timing of the article. So the article dropped while we were all watching confirmation. And we were always, you know, revering in the way that uh, now Justice Katanji Brown Jackson, the way her husband, you know, looked on with adoration for her. Uh, We talked about the way she had to endure that kind of line questioning in front of her husband and her child, and her husband is a white man. Um, At the same time, or in a very similar time frame, uh, Eve had just given, you know, birth to her child, her son, and her husband is a white man, Um, and so, you know, there was a, a an obvious inescapable topic of whether or not Black women that are rising are attached to white men. Um, You know, Madam Vice President is is married to a white man. Um, I recently learned that Gina Torres' partner is white. I don't know if they're married, but he's definitely white. Uh, That caught me off guard. I don't know why, but totally caught me off guard. Uh, Jodi Turner-Smith, her husband is white. P.S. I love her and Joshua Jackson, like love, like I stand. Um, but like the question, I, like the things were in our face, the points were being made, and it was like, how do we ignore it? So me and my, you know, the way my brain works, I was like, yo, maybe that's the new finesse. Like black women are finessing the come-up by throwing a white man on their arm, you know. Maybe that's what black men been doing this whole time. Maybe they've been doing the, you know what I'm saying? But they've been on the Jason Pitts doing the Pitsy Shuffle, you know, with the white woman, because that's a leveraging tool for them to move up. And I never thought about it like that. And then I was like, no, I ain't giving, I ain't giving a lot of them that much credit. That might be true for a, you know, a small handful, but I can't give a lot of black men that date white women in particular, um that much credit, just because twofold, like one, if you choose to date a white woman, marry a white woman, be with a white woman, be with her, right? None of that should cause you to have to disrespect black women. None of it, not at all. It's the fact that you do that, that lets me know you're not with her as a power player, you're not using her as a leveraging tool. You're using her because you have adverse disrespectful feelings, uh, thoughts and aggressions about, Black women. Um, And then there is the fact that um, it's always a shallow, you know, there's always some shallow-ass reason for being with them. It's never like, I'm with this white woman because she makes me want to be a better person, or she contributes this to my life. Oh, because she's not that, like, you know, like, like y'all be y'all always talking, and, and and she don't do this. Or, oh, I, I want a baby that's got light eyes. I want a baby that's got long hair, and I know if we make that. It's always some dumb shit that don't even make no damn sense, and it's not relative to like a substantive relationship. So that's why I can't, like, I can't say that that's what I think is a truth. For a majority of the black men that date white women, I obviously won't say that it's you know, I won't speak for all because I don't know all. I can't speak to everybody's story. However, for black women, I'm just like, wow, is this like a new finesse that's going on that I didn't get the memo about? I mean, CC assists. I'm not gonna hold y'all. I'm prepared for my Jewish king and 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 the <laughs> the free upgrades that go it. <laughs> Papi Cruz, if you listen in, baby, I'm just joking. I'm waiting on you. You know, I'm waiting on you. Just relax. Calmate, Papi. Relax. Um, but, like, is it a finesse? You know? Like, could, is, is that what the new thing is? Um, and, and I don't know. But I read his article, and I thought his article was really, really interesting. Um, So, you know, we about to get all the way into it. We about to get all the way into it. Um. The name of the article is Why Interracial Marriage is Good for Black Women and the Best Hope for Restoring Marriage in the Black Community. Now listen, (laughs) there is a valid question of whether or not interracial marriage in fact does restore marriage in the Black community. Because like if I marry someone who isn't Black, it's not like I'm doing, quote unquote, my part to restore what a, a completely Black family structure looks like, um, and, and heavy on the air quotes when I say my part, um, if you're listening and not watching. Uh, but we'll, we'll touch on that in a second. So as he goes on, as he opens, his name, excuse me, his name is Ralph Richards Banks. He is a law professor at Stanford. Um, so he talks about the fact that, you know, two out of every three black women is currently unmarried. I myself currently unmarried. Um, Color educated women are twice as likely as their white peers to never marry. Listen, I'm over 40. Baby, I can't call it. <laughs> I can't call it. You know what I'm saying? So points are being made. Um, And a majority of college-educated Black wives have less-educated husbands. Hmm. The points points are being made. Let me say this. You're a Black, an educated Black woman marrying a less-educated Black man does not mean that they are an unbalanced couple, Um, and it also doesn't mean that she married down. That's not what that means. That just means that she's way more educated than he is. Um, and that's it. That's all it means. Um, I've seen a lot of, of, of like concern on the wording of like people feeling like, oh, you know, it's like saying that when they do marry Black men, they marry down. And I don't think that that's necessarily a truth. Um, I, I don't, you know, could it have been worded better, I, I guess. You know, I I understood what he was saying. He said they were less educated. I, I didn't take it as marrying down. I I read the words the man gave, but um, you know, people love to place their own uh, their own situation on what they read. There, there's a lot of not realizing that you project your own shit onto whatever it is you're reading and watching and listening to and I think that that's what a lot of people did I felt like it was a lot of hit dog tower to to be quite honest um, so then he goes on to talk about like the shortage of stable um, employed men in low income communities and and there's a there's a lot of truth to what he's saying um but I will say this I feel like He's making it a point to do a better job than he did with the first article of acknowledging that there is a shortage of black men, of of comparable on paper, black men for, you know, educated, economically well off women. Black women. Um, so I feel like he did a good job at that. I do understand that his him doing a good job at that is rooted in him not doing so good a job at that uh, when he first wrote the article and people basically try to take his head off. Nevertheless, always the more it's there. Um, and so he talks about like how the racial gap really expands as you go from low-income Black men to um, affluent black men, And I can definitely say that I agree with that 1000%. I grew up in a low to mid income community. I would say when I was younger, it was a low income community It has such it has since become maybe, you know, high, low to mid um, community. And now that I am an attorney, and I'm obviously just by default of my education and my profession around affluent, much more, much more affluent demographic more often, um, yeah, I, I see it all the time. I see Black men that are doing very well, very often with non-Black women, um, not always white, but, you know, I would say 50% not with Black women. I, I could say that confidently. I see it all the time. Um, you know, but like I said, maybe 50%, because I also see a lot of affluent black men with black women. Um and and the same can be said for them. Many of them uh don't marry their educational equal. Again, doesn't mean that they're marrying down or dating down, but it is a relationship where one mate is more educated than the other. And you know, take that with a grain of salt, honestly, because that shit ain't everything there's a lot of people with, you know, fancy degrees just off the strength of the legacy of their family and not because they're fucking intelligent. So take everything with a grain of salt, understand that human dynamics, they they are not solely, you know, human dynamics are, are just that, they're dynamic, they're not static. So one thing doesn't dictate or lead another. Um, so anyway, he, um, he says that Black men who earn more than $100,000 a year are actually less likely to marry uh, then are less likely to marry than their lower earning, but economically stable counterparts. So they, he says that men that are making black men that are making over a hundred thousand dollars a year, less likely to marry than a black man who's making 50 to 50 to 60,000 dollars a year. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Uh, the point I'm telling y'all the points are being made. And this is just me going off of the people I know, uh, the people in my sphere, he's not telling a lot of lies, y'all. He's telling a lot of truth. Um, I do know, and, and I, I'll say this, even for the the affluent men, Black men who are over that $100,000, uh, over, over that earning mark, many of them were married. When they were in that 50 to 60, $70,000 mark, when they were in that mid, you know what I mean? When they were in that bracket, it's kind of around the time many of them got married. Now they are, you know, doing better now. And yes, they were the person who well, am not saying jump ship because you got making more money. I'm just saying the point is being made. They got married when they were in that space. And men I know that got to that space single i will going to hold you. A lot of them ain't married. They not, like, respectfully. Um, you know, he talks about this later in the article, and I'll get to it, but just about the shortage of potential. Like, the pool becomes smaller and smaller and smaller, and they begin to see themselves as the cream of the crop, and it's like, well, I'm going to get married because... It ain't enough of us for the women that are, you know what I'm saying, parallel to me. So I'm gonna just live a life, you know what I'm saying? I'm outside, I'm I'm dating, dating everybody because shit ain't enough of us anyway. So I ain't really gotta, I ain't gotta settle down. Um, And I see it often and he's not lying. I mean, this is is really, this is a behavior type. Um, I'm not particularly fond of it, but it is a behavior type. Again, he does a very good job in my opinion of, you know, explaining why there's such an imbalanced systemic racism, uh, way the criminal justice system has, you know, broken up families and how one in ten black men are incarcerated, you know, during their 20s and 30s, and, and that in and of itself uh kind of limits not kind of but absolutely limits the marriage market for women um in general, you know, ideally late 20s early 30s is when folks are heavy on the air quotes you know that's like ideal marriage time or whatever and if you have a a good section of eligible of your eligible mates incarcerated well that by default limits the pool and so you know he he moves on to talk about the shortage potential in certain income brackets for black women um we know at this juncture black women are the most educated um we are rising and thriving um and we are not settling and we certainly do not want to settle and most of us do not want to date someone who is not economically in a similar space as us and we get a very bad rap for that like oh you know money isn't everything. Y'all say that now until your ass feel broke next to me, like, (laughs) respectfully. You know, like, it's all fun and games until you feel like you can't keep up with your woman. I've seen it. I've experienced it personally. Um, Yeah. So it's not only that we don't want to date someone who is not economically on the same uh, page as us. But it, it's just, it, it becomes, y'all y'all don't want to do it either. Like, you know, like, black you know, like men don't want to do it either. Y'all say y'all want a woman who is independent and can hold her own and can do all the things up until you have her. Then there's envy, there's jealousy, there's resentment. Oh, you're not letting me be a man. Well, I'm not going to go without because you can't afford to provide what I want. I'm not. I didn't bust my ass to still be living in a struggle if I don't need to. And this is very different from saying, oh, you know, as a family, we're sitting down and we're coming up with our game plan because we want to buy a home or we want to invest or we want to do this or we want to do that. And so that is why we're limiting our spending. I'm talking about on some regular shit. Like I like to travel. I, you know, I like to buy sneakers. Like these are, you know, these are the things that I like to spend my money on a little more aggressive than maybe somebody else. Um, you're you're not going to limit the way I vacation. I'm not staying in, in a fucking hostel because you can't afford where I wanna stay. If I can afford it, I'm gonna stay there. Like, you know, and, and those things create very combative relationships. And then those lead to, you know, these dumbass narratives that y'all love to the hills y'all love to die on oh you know black women won't let a man be a man I, sweetheart you can be whatever kind of man you want to be what you can't be is a broke man with me that's not an option that is not an option i, I i'm not shooting in the gym with anybody anymore ain't nobody fucking shooting at the gym with me like, i had to get it out the mud so respectfully like i'm gonna need you to go get your hunter boots baby <laughs> i look alive But like, especially for someone like me who's over 40, like there's just some shit you need to show up with. And that's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just kind of that on that. But, you know, the point is being made that when you are at those, quote unquote, desirable marrying ages, when half of your, you know, your mates are incarcerated, it does limit the dating pool. And you might need to look outside of your race. Um... And and you know, very often, black women, or at least in the past, it seemed like very often black women weren't. But I don't know. Looks like the the tides the tides are changing. I I, I can't call it. Um, there's also like the the funny thing of like what you consider interracial. So I guess that's also a thing. Um, I don't consider blacks and Latinos marrying an interracial marriage like or blacks and Hispanics. I'm sorry, I don't. I grew up in the Bronx. Like (laughs) I that is not my like when I hear interracial marriage, I think like black and white, maybe black and Asian, black and Indian, white and Indian, you know, just I don't ever think that black and Hispanics are interracial marriage. I know that that is not everyone's train of thought and everybody's truth. And a lot of that is rooted in the fact that I grew up in the Bronx. I understand that. I get that. Nevertheless, always the more, that is my truth. That that is, you know, that's what I think. I I was recently with one of my really great girlfriends. She came to visit and she is engaged. She's a Dominican woman. and she's engaged to an African American man, and I asked her, "Do you feel like your relationship is um, interracial?" And she was like, "No, <laughs> what fuck you talking about? Like we're all black." <laughs> so you know, I. She's also from the Bronx, though, so we could have a very different lens on life just because of where we grew up. But you know, that is um, that's that's the lens that we have on life. Um, So then he goes to talk about how this scarcity of like equitable Black men as far as socioeconomic and education uh, creates this like this power surge for Black men, which is kind of what I was talking about earlier, that I don't really care for, I don't care for Black men who have that mentality. Like that shit is unattractive to me. Like if you think that you somehow have like this power because there are less black men that are parallel or on the same quote-unquote level. Um, And that somehow is going to give you a one-up on how you interact with me, treat me, um, engage with me. You are respectfully, SMB, bro, because (laughs) nah, this ain't that. This ain't that. I will promptly drop your ass like a bad habit. Promptly. Baby. I am not hard up or pressed. And I think that when I read that, two people immediately came to mind. I'm not going to air them out, but two people immediately came to mind because I've heard them say shit like that. Um, And I've always been like, yeah, you're not going to get a a bad bitch such as myself because that scarcity shit don't scare me. (laughs) Like, for one, I'm not pressed about being attached to nobody. Nothing about my self worth is attached to being attached. I don't have to be anybody's wife. I don't have to be anyone's girlfriend to feel like I am an amazing person because I'm a fucking amazing person. I know that. I'm. I was an amazing person before I met your ass. So meeting you and and developing a life with you is not going to dictate whether or not I'm amazing. I'm already amazing! Exclamation point. That shit is in caps lock. So I like. That shit rubs me the wrong way. Um, But he's not lying about the fact that there are men that operate from that space. And I just think, wow, that's absolutely disgusting. And then that, again, limits the market um, for Black men, at least that I would date, because I wouldn't date anybody who has that train of thought. If you feel like we got to tolerate whatever just because there's not enough of y'all, yeah, yeah. I'm going to hurt your feelings. I'm going to hurt your mama's feelings. And if your grandmother loved, I'm going to hurt mom's feelings too. Y'all got the right one <laughs> and the wrong one at the same damn time. Um, so then he moves on to talk about, you know, Black women, uh, you know, when we marry, that we marry less educated men or men who earn less. Um, I have I have to really sit down and take stock of how true that is in my own space off the top of my head, I don't know that to be an overwhelming truth. Um, also off the top of my head, a lot of the people that I know are married to people that they met at school. You know, some of us went to school for BAs and MAs and JDs. Some of us went to schools for MRS. So, you know, cheers to everybody getting what they, what they came for. Um, but a lot of the people that I know that are married met at school. So that's not something that I can say is a truth offhand. But I'd really have to dig deep in my brain and really like also think about like my friends I grew up with that didn't go to school, who I maybe am not um like I, I'm not, I don't really keep up with them as much as we used to just because, you know, life kind of gross apart, but we're still very cool and we get up whenever I'm home. Um, I don't really have to think about that, but offhand, I can't, I can't say that that's a truth about black women, at least not in my spaces. I definitely would love to hear if that's a truth in your space, are the black women you know, um, marrying men who are less educated and or earning a lot less than them. Um, I, I would be very curious to know that. Um, so then he moves on to talk about what is su- what is causing successful marriages now, right? I'm a, I am am livid when I hear people romanticize old school marriages. I know Camilla A yes, I just called Cam Camilla because, <laughs> bitch, I know you're lying. I know he just carried on about uh, basically, you know, women need to be quiet. I can't remember if he said Black women need to learn when to be quiet or women in general need to learn when to be quiet. Either way, he needs to shut the fuck up. I ain't with it. Um, but he goes on to talk about having this great example of what uh, a marriage is from his father and his mother and having his grandmother alive. And I hate shit like that because it doesn't add the context of the fact that the independence that I have as a woman is not the same level of independence that my grandmother grew up with. Women were just able to get bank accounts in the 70s. I was born in the 70s. These are very different situations. The shit that I can do on my own and have always been able to do on my own has not always been a truth two to three generations back. That hasn't always been women's truth. So a lot of women had to stay in these relationships and had to endure a lot of bullshit, and we all know that. So when we, when people talk, you know, romanticize these old school relationships, oh, you know, people don't know their roles. First of all, that shit was survival. I'm, I don't have to, I'm not in survival mode. Those women lived in survival mode. And I'm grateful because that put me in a much more empowered situation, but I'm not living in the survival situation. I'm thriving. So you're not going to get a survival version of a woman out of me. Say the first frontier, baby. <laughs> it's like, No. I, that's not who I am. That's not the, That's not my life. So no, you're not going to get that. And when you are so deficient in your inability to pivot and evolve that you think uh, leaning into old school gender roles somehow makes you better than everybody else who is living these very evolved, living in these very evolved relationships, honestly, you're a Neanderthal. You're a fucking Neanderthal. And I, I would feel bad for you, but I do not um so anyway he talks about um he talks about wait what was i saying sorry y'all. he talked about uh black women i mean about successful marriages depending on shared interests and i thought that was amazing i thought it was amazing because the saying is opposites attract right um And I'm again, I'm starting to feel like, is it that opposites attract or motherfuckers was just doing what they had to do to survive? Like I obviously, you don't, no one needs a mirror version of themselves per se, but I will be very honest. My relationships, the relationships that I really enjoyed and that I can look back on with like. But like my heart full are the relationships with the men who were more like me than with men that I had much more, um, that we lacked a lot of commonalities. Um, And maybe if I had been born a million moons ago where I needed to be in survival mode, I probably would have stayed in certain relationships because I would have had the security that I needed you know, to survive as a woman. But I'm a woman who doesn't need someone else to survive. Um, so as a result, I would rather spend my time with someone I enjoy. And it's hard to be with someone you enjoy. It's hard to enjoy someone who doesn't enjoy anything you enjoy. It's just it's hard. And because I don't have to, it's highly unlikely that I would. Um, so I thought that that was a really, really important call out. Um, and I can say in my in my spaces that that's very much what I see. The women who don't need to stay in their their situations for any reason at all, they are with men that like you get it. The minute you see them together, you get it you get it instantly. They're either both really like kind of flashy and that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's into fashion or labels or shit like that, but they got like kind of maybe the same kind of flash or they have the same kind of sense of humor or they're into, they're both into sports. Um, Like you, you know it when you see it and when you see it, it's like, damn, I see it. I get it. That makes complete sense. And then there's other people you see it and you're like, I don't even know how the fuck they got together. This shit ain't finna work out. And on the rare occasions that it, that it does work out, you're like, I lost that pool. I lost that motherfucking pot in the pool. Like I, I didn't vote on that. <laughs> I didn't have my money on that. Um, and when it doesn't work out, you're like, uh, not really that fucking surprised. So I think now that you know unions are being really rooted in commonalities and friendships and really enjoying each other's company, as opposed to needing something from the other person to survive, yeah, that's also shifting the dynamic and that is um, making it very much so where I can see why black women are starting to, you know, delve outside of of the community. Um, I I, I see it, it makes sense, I get it. he goes on fast forward to really talk about um, how black women are always like the onus is always put on us to basically save the black man and and you know don't abandon the race dating outside of the race is betrayal and 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 all like basically they trying to make us the fucking Avengers of the race. And meanwhile, everybody's everywhere and it's like fuck that bitch. Bring me Thanos. Like, does Thanos have a jet? because that's my type. I'm a size private jet. Like, I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. I'm certainly not going to be burdened with the responsibility of saving the Black man and and saving the race, you know, air quotes on that if you're not watching. Um, I'm not going to be burdened with that just because other people are going to feel a way about it. I'm going to do what's best um, for my life, now I will say this, and I've said this before on the pod, and, I, and I've said it, um, you know, in conversations with people. Once upon a time, I had a very big issue with interracial dating. I mean, a huge issue, huge, um, and that's rooted, and that was rooted um, in my own relationship with my father. And I was, I want to say, I was probably. Somewhere between grad school and law school when I realized that when i when I figured that out um and and that was that came from a conversation with one of my my really uh good homeboys um you know he he's a great looking gentleman you know the world's his oyster and so he's dated across the spectrum um and at the time at the time I think I might have been single at the. I can't, I really can't recall, but um, he was, you know, just asking me what I date outside of my race, Um, to which uh, the whole Black and Latino dating, to me, is not a, that's where that came from. Um, I was like, depends on who you ask, If, if you ask someone who feels like Hispanics are not a part of my race then yes I would date outside of my race but if you ask somebody like me I I haven't dated outside of my race because I've only dated black to Latinos (laughs) and and for me that is the same ass thing um and he was like you know you've never dated a white guy we went to a PWI undergrad and I was like no and he was like I am surprised like really and I was like why are you surprised like have you bro, we were mad tight in undergrad. Did you ever see me with a white guy? He's like, yeah, but, like, you were always so flirty with the white guys, that, like, you know, that we were cool with. He was like, and they were always, like, on you, so. And I was like, yeah, but those are, like, my homeboys, like, you know, we were all on student government together. That was just, like, fun, flirty, like, none of that was serious, like, I I didn't date any of them. It's not a thing. And so he was like, but would you? And I was just like, nah, I wouldn't. He was like, You wouldn't? Like, why wouldn't you? And I realized then that that was rooted in some shit with my dad. Having resolved those internal issues, I no longer have an issue with inter issue dating again. Bring me Thanos, bitch. I am a size private jet. <laughs> like, bruh. Papi Cruz, if you're listening, mi amor, I'm just talking. I'm waiting on you. <laughs> Yo, so um yeah, like I think I think now black women are on some like I think we bear that burden of like being the protectors of the race, you know, not abandoning the race, not betraying the race. We bear that burden for a long time. And I think that a lot of I think that a lot of black women are slowly but surely kind of coming off of that. Um I'll tell you a funny story. My grandmother called me, like, kind of called me to the carpet, I guess. Uh, And this was before I realized, you know, that this issue was rooted with her goddamn son. Um, But she was just like, oh, you, like, you wouldn't, because my dad's been married to a white woman before. He is with a white woman now. And my grandmother was just like, oh, you know, like, you wouldn't date someone outside their race. And, like, I've never brought anybody home that wasn't a black man, so my grandmother was just like, and I was like, nah, like respectfully, I want a black family. Like I want chocolate children. I want a black man. Like that is what I want. And she was like, well, love is love. I I thought that was very um, progressive of her because my grandmother is a woman of a certain age. She grew up in in a certain era. She grew up in South Carolina. So I was very, very surprised to hear that very progressive take of hers even before it was my take like my grandmother was off some loves love shit and i was like okay sis all right well now I see why you know my father was so comfortable bringing the white women me home like copy got it but that wasn't my cup of tea um and she was just like well you never know who you're gonna fall in love with i was like you're right i don't ever know who i'm gonna fall in love with but i know that i'm the curator of my life. i don't really position myself to fall in love." with the white man, because I don't go on dates with them. Like, how am I going to fall in love with people I'm not spending intimate time with? Like, I'm not getting to know anyone white in that way. And, you know, I mean, listen, shout out out to Liz, because I I, I was very surprised that she said that. And, you know, she she definitely had me be on that one. But like I said, you know, the work has been done. I don't feel like that anymore. I definitely, don't feel like if I dated outside of my race, that I would be betraying my race um, or abandoning my race because any kid I have is a black child by default. You came out of a black vessel. Point blank period. Um and I'll tell y'all something else. I am 42 years old, 42. I have never still dated a white man. I've never even kissed a white boy. Now, you may have seen me flirt with a, With a, Listen, because if you're cute, T.T. like cute boys. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. This, this is my problem now, y'all. T.T. likes us some cute boys. I like him in all hues. If you're cute, you're cute. And I will flirt with you. I'll laugh you right out of your drawers, baby. Don't play with me. Play a lot okay? Um, But I've never actually dated a white guy I've never like I've literally I've never even like just gone out to dinner with a white guy I've never kissed a white guy like never it's not even like at this juncture like it's intentional it's just I just I can't even call it but that is that is a real truth and I don't know I guess you you would think that now that I am in space you know like my professional space is obviously predominantly white. We all know that the legal field is still predominantly white. Um, I happen to spend most of my time around black attorneys. Like, you know, (laughs) I don't know. It's not, all I can say is this, at this juncture, it's not intentional. Am I saving myself for Victor Cruz? If he's listening, yes. If he's not, no. (laughs) But I just, I just have never had that, um, I've just never had that experience, but it's not because I feel like I can't date outside of my race and still be, like, the valid Black woman that I am, um, and just to skip over the pond a little bit, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right, but her name is, uh, Okafer and she's in the UK she has a very popular podcast she's a very popular media personality I follow her on like all the socials um and you know that is a black woman's black woman and I didn't learn to you know way after the fact that her her uh, spouse is a white man uh, because I saw people coming for her and I was like, does that invalidate her like does that make her less of a black woman and less of a black woman's black woman if her spouse is white like I, I don't know. I, I in my opinion, I don't think so. I think that every you know she she's a woman who's the point to be pointed the math to be method. She stayed making valid points. She stayed calling out the bullshit. She stayed calling out the microaggressions. She stayed calling out the racism. Um, and, and I think that that's the important shit. I think the shit that, that really bothered me growing up um, with the Black athlete for a parent who ended up with a white mate is how brand fucking new people can get when they get a white spouse. Like all of a sudden, your ass stop being Black. And I feel like she's the exact opposite. I have found with many of the Black Media personalities that I follow or social personalities that I follow that do have white mates that that is not their truth. I can't say that so much for the black men um, with white spouses that that's not always the case. Um, and so that is you know that was one of the things that bothered me and and used to trigger me. And I just you know I wonder if she if she endures the same kind of You're abandoning the race thing in the UK. Um, Like I know, obviously, I'm well aware that the UK has racism. Hello, original colonizers. I'm aware that they have racism. I'm just not. I don't live there, so I don't know what that day-to-day banter feels like. I know that when I walk in a supermarket, if I see a black and white couple, for the most part, I don't have a reaction to them, but they have a reaction to me. If it's a black man and a white woman, I, I see it every. Fucking time. I mean, every fucking time. And it, it never fails. It just recently happened. Um, I want to say two weeks ago. I seen this black black man, white woman. They were a couple in the parking lot. I was at Walmart. I know, I know. I did not feel like driving to Target. I know Walmart is a goddamn war zone, but it's closer to my house. So I took the L with Grace. I just needed to get something real quick and get out. Um, so I didn't even realize they were together until we were cashing out like we all we all like were kind of converging from the parking lot at the same time but I didn't I couldn't tell that they were together and then she walked in the store I walked in the store and as she doubled back and bumped into me and I was and you know it was like very, oh you know sorry excuse me nothing big oh you know, it's all good and she was like where the hell is he at I don't know who she's talking about because I didn't know that they were together, y'all. This man had walked over to the red box. Who the hell ordering movies out the red box when we got Netflix or Hulu? Sir, cut the shit. And they were, you know, they were a younger couple. They were like in their thirties. Sir, sir, you're not getting nothing out the red box. Your ass got Netflix at home. And it, it dawned on me then only because I, and I, realized he was at the red box because I also doubled back out when I realized I was going to need more. I was going to need the cart to carry what I was coming in to get. So I went back out to grab a shopping cart and i seen her talking to him at the red box. And I was like, oh, and as soon as I came out and grabbed the cart, it's like something about my blackness caught his eye. He looked at me and then he put his head down. I'm like, I mean, if that's your lady, that's your lady. Like, I'm not judging you, bro. But it's all the damn time, like every time I run into, <laughs> every time I run into an interracial couple and it's a black man, white woman, yo, the shame, like they be having mad shame. And I'm like, bro, live your life. Like if, if you were her for all the right reasons, why are you holding your head down? Why are you holding your head down? I, I, I can't, I can't call it. Um, but when I see black women dating outside of their race, sis had be up like you see me you see me yes living honey being being loved being well cared for all the things and since i love that for you i love that for you if you're with your person for the right reasons that should be the energy and i'm very very happy to start seeing that black women are you know stepping the fuck out like sis I mean, I get, the, I get the bodega ready to give you the world. Stop arguing with the same two motherfuckers from the block that's fucking all 10 of y'all. Just stop. You don't have to. Like this scarcity creating this power surge for like affluent black men does not have to be a vacuum you get sucked into. And I'm like, not for nothing, I'm not really sure why so many Black women were mad about this particular article. I think it's more so the author because of his history. Um, But I mean, listen, the points are being made. If you can date someone who's going to treat you well in, in your own race and that is your preference, then that's what you should do. But you certainly shouldn't settle for a shit ass relationship just to say that you didn't betray your race or that you're with a black man. I'm going to tell you right now, I will let you the fuck down. If that's what you're looking for, I will let you down. I am not going to be in any relationship that is not healthy, happy and whole. That doesn't mean perfect, but we need to be healthy, happy and whole or I can't do that shit. Maybe I will let you the hell down. Um, so, then what else are you talking about? So, you talk about some OK Cupid shit. Now, y'all know I don't mess with those online dating shits. I, that shit ain't safe. I watched Investigation Discovery. Hello, they done found bodies. Y'all see what happened to that little Nigerian boy down in Miami. That white girl done killed him. I don't think that they met on a dating app, but respectfully, I'm going to just sidebar to that real quick. Because um, one of my homies was like, yo, the streets ain't really talking about how that boy got killed. Um, and he acknowledges the fact that that boy, Really had a lot of self hate, but that this blonde, that this white woman with blonde hair, needs to be locked up for killing him. Um, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not. I'm not fighting that fight. I'm not fighting that fight. That man spent his his waking days. He spent his his breath coming for coming for black women, black American women at that. So that's not my fight. I am sorry that that young man is dead. I don't wish that on anybody. I hate this for his family. Um, but if you think that I'm about to go to war for someone who has, who spent their waking time basically acting like I'm the scum of the fucking earth and I'm the bottom of the barrel and the algae at the bottom of the pond, bitch, you got me fucked up. I keep telling y'all I am not Michelle. I am not into that. When they go low, you go high. If you go low, I'm kicking your fucking face, baby. That's on facts. That's all facts. Should that girl be arrested? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the system working how the system works. Working exactly the way it was designed to work. She should absolutely be in jail. That's a battle his family and, and, you know, others are going to have to fight. Black women are not picking up that baton and fighting that battle. And I say that unapologetically. Um, Y'all know that the whole purpose of this platform is for us to show up for us the way we show up for each other. Um, so we we don't have time to be showing up for people that intentionally were dragging us. We've got our own work to do for us. So, you know, that's my two cents on that. But anyway, so he talks about this OK Cupid study, and y'all know I'm gonna be fucking with none of that shit. But anyway, the OK Cupid study um basically was saying that other non-black and non white men actually respond to black women at a greater rate. So when black women would respond to black men or respect, respond to white men, they weren't getting as much of a response back as when they responded to, you know, Middle Eastern, Indians, Native American, Indigenous. Um, who else did he identify? Latinos, Asians, basically everybody else. Everybody else is feeling us except... Black men and white men, according to OKCupid, according to their little study. Obviously, I don't know shit about that study. That study ain't the Bible or the Gospel by me. I will say this in my personal life. Again, that's a truth of I, that's not a truth of my life in re black men, but it's definitely a truth of my life. Uh, I guess in re white men, I don't. I, I that pro, I, that's probably not even fair to say because it's not like I have a shot my shot with the white man, but they've never shot their shot with me either. So and other than that i'm 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 lit out in these streets like <laughs> asian bay y'all already know the blacks and latinos them my people <laughs> i'm a hot commodity in the streets <laughs> you know had a couple of indigenous looks you know they saw your girl they saw the features you know what i'm saying <laughs> i was looking like home looking like a snack you know all the things so Listen, I don't know what the truth is to that OK Cupid look. I mean that OK Cupid study, but I will say this: it just further proves the point that you should go where you're loved and where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. So if you are not finding the love that you're looking for with a, a black man, and and don't be afraid to date outside your race. I'm not saying you know don't seek what you want. Like if what you want is a black family then by all means continue to date until you find what you're looking for i'm saying don't settle just to meet that check like just to put a check in that box don't settle and be unhappy and unloved and uncared for and unadored just to check that box off that you have a black man you understand what i'm saying it can't the same rocket science so it can't it can't be uh, confusing But uh, so when he talks about interracial marriage, he talks about um, why many Black women stray away from it. And a large part of it is like the fear of rejection and the fear of not being understood and definitely not wanting to have to educate your mate on just the Black experience. And I'm not going to hold you. That's a huge thing for me, Um, not wanting to have to educate my mate on the Black experience. I don't have any fear of rejection from anyone's family because I'm like, everyone loves me. Listen, I fit in everywhere. This is a snap of fact. My mom, (laughs) my mom talks about this all the time. Like it doesn't matter where we're, where we are, who we are with. I fit in. So that is really not my concern. Um, My concern is one, educating my mate, because I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not. Um, And then two, who I am as a black person, it is very hard for me to not. How do I word this? Like if I meet your grandmother, and you know, if if you're white and I'm dating you and I meet your grandmother and you guys are like from the deep south, I'm sorry. The first thing I'm thinking is your grandmother absolutely says a hard E.R., every time she gets, you know, when she's with her friends or she did growing up that she probably, you know, would have been at Emmett Till's hanging. Like, like shit like that doesn't leave my head. I don't, I'm not an a la carte black. I don't get to be black when it's convenient. I'm black all the time and this shit is always in my train of thought. And I do think about would I be comfortable, um, you know, hanging out with someone's grandmother who very likely probably was a racist um or being a part of a family that very well owned slaves at some point y'all know what my nose looks like if you follow on instagram and if you don't follow on instagram what are you doing get your behind over to black girl sos on instagram girl with the y now with an i um but y'all know what my nose looks like very clearly you know massa was in ancestors quarters um And I don't know. I feel like that is definitely one of the things that even since becoming okay with interracial dating has still not made me actively seek dating a white man. Um, It's all the things that come with it. And the reality is that, like, I'm a hot chick. You spend enough time with me, you are going to fall in love with me. So I'm very cautious about who I spend a lot of quality time with because i could end up in a relationship with somebody whose family i really don't have i don't i don't want to be around like i don't, there's just certain spaces i don't want to navigate um and i don't know you know that that's a me thing though that's that's how my brain works um, conversely there are you know white people that that's not an applicable story for they their families historically we're not like that, are not like that. Um and if you know the most high so sees to send Josh into my space <laughs> and 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 I don't need to educate him, you know, so be it. But I mean again he's making the points. Like the points are pointing. I I, I get it. Um, he says that there's some research that suggests that black women who marry outside of the race are less likely to divorce, but he doesn't cite that research i don't know that to be a fact i i have to say i know a lot of married black women um probably just as many black single women i don't know that many black divorced women uh and you can take from that what you will you know i don't that ain't no scientific you know research i didn't plug the numbers into spss and come up with a bell curve for it i don't know the delta for like you know certain variants, that is just the truth of my life experience. I know a good amount of married black women, a good amount of single black women, I do not know a lot of black divorced women, you know, either way, like whether they were married in or out the race, so I mean, I can't call it, and he doesn't cite that research, so I wouldn't even know where to look for that information um. And he brings up a point that I also brought up, which is the fact that a lot of the Black women that are married outside of their race are marrying, you know, the mate that they met during higher education. This is what I'm saying. A lot of the people that I know met at school and that is why the education levels are pretty much the same. Like, I really don't know a lot of people who are off kilter um, as far as, like, education-wise. But again, that's some shit I'd have to look into, at least for back home. But, like, most of my friends... That are married are people I know from school and they are married to other people that we met at school or people that they met like through school or you know collegiate associations and sororities fraternities and shit like that just just moving about life in the same social circles and educational circles um so I mean I get it they're doing it within the race and outside the race people just want to be with somebody that gets them honestly it's um I remember I had this guy that I was kicking it with and he like just it was completely harmless and he was making a joke he's actually a really great guy I adore him um but he's not as educated as me by any stretch of the imagination and he was just making a joke like he's like is there a college you've never attended like you're like the smartest person I know and it he was picking up a hat and I was like, oh, get that hat, get that hat, get that hat because I went to those schools. to graduate from all of them, but I went to those schools. And I did go to a bunch of schools. Um, fuck that, I'm gonna have my full life experience. I'm gonna try all the schools I want to. <laughs> so, um, but um, but it was funny because I was like, shit, if you don't get the ones I went to, the fuck you gonna get because you ain't go to one <laughs> respectfully. Um, and so a lot of shit that I would talk about as far as that, portion of my life he couldn't relate to because he didn't have those experiences he didn't he didn't live in a dorm, and obviously he had experiences that I didn't have either um you know one is not better than the other but it is it is a fact like you know we had a like there was a, a lack of commonality there he didn't go to school he didn't um you know he wasn't in a fraternity um you know just just the things that are that we can laugh and joke about, and kind of like if you hear somebody say, you know, they went to a PWI, or if you hear somebody say, you know, they went to HBCU, um, you hear certain things, you know, they belong to like certain kind of clubs when they were in certain professional schools and stuff like that. Just like things that I relate to that he couldn't relate to. And people just want to be understood. And I, I don't, I know personally, I'm not gonna sacrifice that just to say, oh, but I have a black man. This motherfucker don't like me, don't treat me well, doesn't understand me, but he Black. Like, that's not the thing to do. Like, you know, again, if having a Black man is what you want, fight for what you want. Keep dating until you find the kind of Black love that you want and deserve. But, you know, don't settle just to say that you have a Black man. You know what else I always wondered? And, and I wondered it when I read his, the you know, the, the title of it, like, Marrying Outside of the Race. Is what's gonna preserve black marriage? Is it still black love and it's interracial? Is it? Like, what y'all think? I'm curious. Like, cause I never looked at my dad and his ex wife and saw black love. Like, I saw my father married to a white woman, a white European woman. At that, I just I I I don't know. Like, I don't. What's y'all opinion? Like, get get at me. Let me know what it is for me. (laughs) That? <laughs> and that's all right you get to have your love it doesn't you know what I'm saying you get to you still get to you still get to find love I'm just saying I don't want us to um I, I just I don't want us to get so caught up in feeling like we have to save the race that we are scared to date in like interracially um it just It's not necessary. I definitely don't want us to date the kind of men that feel like having, you know, made it to where they are, that that created a power surge that gives them the right to do whatever the fuck they want. And we just have to tolerate it. I'm not doing that either. That's why I always, like, I used to say a long time ago that I was not built to be an athlete's wife, which is bullshit. I totally was built to be an athlete's wife, but I'm also the athlete's wife that I shoot shit up, so... More of that left eye, RIP kind of athlete's wife. Pew, pew. (laughs) But, um, you know, I'm I'm not into feeling like because you've attained a certain status that you get to treat women like shit because they should just be grateful to be around you. I'm that bitch. Period. I don't care what you've attained. I've attained what I've attained also. I'm still dope. Yes, I want you to think highly of yourself. I want you to feel like you that you that motherfucker. I want you to feel like that about yourself. But I don't want you to feel like that at the expense of how you treat me. That shit's a non-negotiable. That shit's a non-negotiable. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, really, um, I'm, I'm really, really curious as to what y'all think about it. Um, but his conclusion was that if more Black women married non-Black men, and more black men and women would marry each other. I don't even know how that shit makes sense. I don't. I don't. I, like, I, I'm telling y'all, I really, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, I read the article. A lot of good points was being made. Um, I think his, it's, I understand what his point is. I just, my brain feels like, that's a crazy-ass paradox you've come up with. But his point is kind of like, if we counterbalance the power surge by marrying outside of the race, then Black men will come back and be like, oh, no, 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 I got to get my sister back. And I just feel like that's a crazy-ass approach. Like, that whole concept is just like, like, I'm not into this whole power surge behavior. to find love, like I don't, I don't want, it. I don't want to be a participant now. Y'all, y'all can keep me out of it. I'll be minding my black ass business on my couch with my Netflix by my damn self. If that's the game everybody's playing, because I don't want any parts of it. I am well aware of where I land on the totem pole. Um, I have a doctoral degree. I can economically take care of myself. I'm well-traveled, well-spoken, well-versed, extremely educated, I'm athletic. Like, I I know my resume. Like, I know my resume. I'm good on paper and in real life. I know that. Um, And nothing about that would cause me to treat somebody that I wanted to date like they were less than just because I know I I, I have more access than maybe a woman who can't rattle off all the things I just rattled off. None of that would cause me to feel like I should treat you like shit. I'm still going to love on you the way I would love on any man that I have an adoration for, because that is just the kind of relationship that I want. I don't want any, like, I wouldn't want any of this. So I just found that to be like, what a fucking conclusion, pal. Um, But I'm very curious to hear what y'all think about whether or not, you know, a white husband is the new black woman's finesse, what y'all think about whether or not, um, If more Black women married outside of the race, would that actually lead to more Black women and and Black men coming back together? Um, I definitely want to know what you all think about like this power surge dynamic with, you know, just the limited availability causing, the limited availability of Black men that are affluent, whether that causes Black men affluent Black men to have more power. And as a result, choose not to marry or choose not to marry Black. Um, Definitely share your points of view. I want to hear it. Uh, Drop it on Instagram. I would love to have a Twitter spaces or a clubhouse room about this, if y'all are down. So I would definitely, you know, wait for the feedback. Y'all let me know. I would definitely host it if that's what y'all want to do. Um, if you are not following on the social, on Instagram it is Black Girl SOS, girl with the Y, not with an I. Again, that article is Why Interracial Marriage is Good for Black Women and the Best Hope for Restoring Marriage in the Black Community. And it was written by Ralph Richard Banks, a professor of law at Sanford Law School. He also has uh, a couple of books out. I think he's working on a new book now. He does have a very Black wife. Before, he has a very Black wife. Um, Yeah, and, and I also would like to know whether or not you consider Black and Hispanic relationships interracial. I am super interested in that. So let's chat more about this. You know, drop your comments on the socials um, hit me up, slide in the DMs. I'd rather you put it in the comments so that we can all talk about it openly. But if you're not comfortable by all means, slide in the DMs. I definitely want to hear what all of you have to say. And until next time, my dears, y'all have a good one. Peace.